Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the listeners for this week's podcast, both old and new. We pray for boldness for Christians to share the good news of Jesus Christ. We pray travel mercies for the Thanksgiving holiday travelers. We pray for the family of Gary Lee Smith, a high school teammate of mine who passed away this week. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus the Nazarene, amen. This week, I want to finish our series on the gospel. Good news for all. The gospel is often thought of as a New Testament event. However, the good news was first presented in the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 15. It reads, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. My friends, this verse is God putting Satan on notice of what is to come. Whereas Eve and Satan, the serpent, had become close enough that Eve disobeyed God, now they would become enemies. Also, there would be an ongoing struggle between satanic forces and mankind. The seed, or offspring of the serpent, would be demons and anyone serving the kingdom of darkness. The seed of the woman would be Jesus Christ. God prophesies that Satan would wound Christ, but he would crush Satan once and for all. Now that's good news. My comrades for Christ, the choice to eat from the forbidden tree did not catch God off guard. Mankind had a choice to obey or not to obey God's only restriction. God had a plan to redeem mankind from the beginning, but it's up to each individual to choose to accept the gospel. But everyone will not accept the gospel. 2 Thessalonians 1 and 8 says, In flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, the idea that some will make the excuse that they were not exposed to God and should not be punished is answered in Romans 1st chapter, verses 18 through 22. Verse 19 says, Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. My brothers and sisters, the Creator left clues about Himself within us. God created His masterpiece, you and I, then signed His name on us as an artist would sign the canvas. Verse 20 says, For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Friends, just because you decide to suppress the knowledge of God that he has placed within you, it will not be a defense. Folks, the gospel has been a source of discussion as to whether those who preach should be paid. Small churches have small budgets, while megachurches have mega budgets, and those who preach at these churches are paid based on the budget. 
While there are those who preach merely as a means to exploit others, true servants of God are just that, servants. Yes, the gospel is free, and Paul wanted to emphasize to the church at Corinth that he would not become socially indebted to potential benefactors because of their financial support. Stories of members threatening to pull their financial support of a church if the preacher didn't preach what they wanted to hear are rare, but it happens. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 9, verses 11 and 12, If we have sown spiritual things for you, is it a great thing that we reap your material things? If others are partakers of this right over you, are we not even more? Nevertheless, we have not used this right, but endure all things, lest we hinder the gospel of Christ. My friends, although Paul deserved to be paid, he chose not to be paid for preaching the gospel. Still, there are those who see support of the gospel as a stumbling block and are hindered by those who earn a better-than-average living preaching the gospel. My brothers and sisters in Christ, when people say that the gospel of grace is too simple and easy, they come up with rules of bondage that are in error. The gospel of grace says that you are saved by faith in Jesus Christ. Period. Those who find this too easy come up with a scenario like this to be saved. Join our church. Obey our rules. Submit to our baptism. Practice our liturgy. Worship the way we do. Work hard. Prove your worth. And earn God's love. If you're good enough, God will accept you. But, my friends, this is not in the Bible. When the Judaizers came behind Paul, teaching the Galatians a mix of law and the gospel, listen to what Paul writes in his letter to the Galatians, chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. It proclaims, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. Folks, my weekly request is that you find a good Bible-teaching church. If the gospel is not preached, you are in the wrong church. But there is a difference between churches that present the gospel and those that don't, and between churches that present the gospel and those who reject it. Even Jesus had followers who could follow him no more. John 6, chapter, verses 66 through 68 says, From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. My comrades for Christ, these may be the most important words spoken by Peter. Shall we go back to lifeless, man-made statues? Shall we go back to tradition? Shall we turn to unbelief that is offered by so many? No. None of these things I mentioned has eternal life. Peter would understand the full meaning of his own words after the resurrection. Two thousand years later, we have the benefit of the conversation between Jesus and the twelve. The same question applies to each of us. Do you also want to go away? When life gets tough, will you go or will you stay? When sickness comes to you or loved ones, will you go or will you stay? When finances are low, 
Will you go or will you stay? When the world denies the power of the living God, will you go or will you stay? Folks, once you recognize, as Peter did, that Jesus has the words of eternal life, the decision is easy. To stay the course and trust that the Lord will work things out for your good. My brothers and sisters, when we have committed ourselves to Christ, we are to live in Christian unity. Listen to what Philippians chapter 1 verse 27 proclaims. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. My friends, it has been said that people don't have a problem with Jesus, they have a problem with Christians. If our conduct is worthy of the gospel, the world shouldn't have a problem with either. When Christians show the spirit and the love of Christ in every human relationship, then we truly show that our conduct is real. The world must see a united front defending and proclaiming the gospel. We cannot love one group and hate another, for that's selfish. Christians must face the world in one spirit. My friends, I face rejection every day in my secular sales job, and I still get up every day and do it again. When you share the gospel, you will be rejected by some, but I encourage you to get up every day and share it anyhow. You never know who will receive it and save their soul. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word, for it is truly the way to eternal life. Bless those who share the gospel for the first time. Give them boldness to go forth in your great name. Bless the receiver of the gospel and open their minds to accept you as Lord. We give thanks to him who made all things. We ask these things in the name of the witness to the peoples, Jesus Christ, amen. Again, I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe. Be blessed and have a great week.